Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is baseball your next big thing? Spring training will soon be in full swing. We know managers have already arrived at their spring training sites, and in many cases, pitchers and catchers are there early, fully reporting over the next couple of days. And obviously, by early March, we're talking full-blown spring training with opening day then on the horizon. So as we ask you, post-football, what is your next big thing I would love to hear from you on Twitter, A Law Radio. We've got a post up there where you can reply or you can find us on our Facebook page. And in case you want to mark your calendars, March 30th is opening day for the 2023 season. 30 on 30. March 30th with all 30 teams scheduled to play. Unless, of course, there is a weather-related postponement or delay. It's the first time since 1968 that every baseball team will open on the same day. I love it. I think it's a lot of fun because it gives every fan something to look forward to. Um, and, And there's very passionate fan bases. Now, certainly, March 30th generally would be considered dicey in a lot of the cold weather cities, the northern climes, except... A lot of them are experiencing record warm temperatures in February. I don't know what that means about March. We'll see. Um, I'm still praying for snow. But opening day is set for March 30th. If you want to circle it with a bright red Sharpie on your calendar. Do people still have calendars? My mom gave me this really cool planner notebook. And I love this kind of stuff because I'm so anal retentive. I really enjoy writing everything out and kind of having little stickers on my can- my calendar, my planner, and I have a lot going on. It's been sitting on my dining room table for the last six weeks and I haven't written one thing in it yet. So I missed all of January. I, I, it makes me so upset every day. I see it and I just, I just need to grab it this weekend and start writing in what I've got coming up because I do have a lot of obligations, but also a lot of fun activities scheduled in my next, oh gosh, my next two, 
two, three weeks, and then vacation coming up uh, in March, and well, a short vacation in March. It's not really vacation. It's more just like a long weekend. Uh, and then my actual vacation around my birthday in April and the start of my new class. And I, I want all of it to be reflected in this planner because 2023 to me represents a new start and a chance to put some of the ick behind me in the rearview mirror. But yeah, for six weeks, it's been sitting there and I haven't written a darn thing in it yet because that's what the football playoffs do. That's what the craziness of Super Bowl week does. And so I'm determined as we put football in the rearview mirror, my next big thing is organizing my planner. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Maybe I'll do it while I'm watching Daytona on Sunday because that will definitely be my next big sports thing. So whether for you it's baseball opening day, whether it's Stanley Cup playoffs or the NBA All-Star game or the NBA postseason, which goes on forever. Maybe it's golf. The Masters is not that far away, and we have now seen a smiling Tiger Woods who got under 70, under par, in his first PGA Tour round since last July, since the Open Championship. Would love to hear from you. What's your next big thing? Again, on Twitter or on Facebook, and then our phone number is toll-free. 855-212-4CBS. We've got a bunch of you weighing in on both of our social media sites. Producer Jay is retweeting the ones on Twitter. And then, of course, you can go and be part of the community on our Facebook page. But why don't we hear from one Tiger Woods who was able to birdie his final three holes. And if you saw any of the highlights or maybe you were watching the round itself, well, then you know he was flashing the pearly whites. This is at the Genesis Invitational. And by the way, 10.30 Eastern, so about 7.30 Riviera time, 7.30 LA time, is when this featured group will tee off in the morning. They were in the afternoon on Thursday, which means they flip, and they will have an earlier tee time in the morning. In fact, one of the earliest. But yes, Tiger Woods was able to birdie the last three holes to pull within five strokes of the leaders, Max Homa and Keith Mitchell. And there are a lot of people that noticed that big smile as he walked off the 18th green. I think it's the, the group, okay? So, you know, JT hoops one in there, and then Rory's, you know, been, been beating us all day, and, uh, you know, he's nervous as can be because he didn't want to be the one to, to miss on 18, and I, I didn't want to be the, the idiot host to miss it right in front of everybody after I just went birdie-birdie. <laughs> So he's kind of joking, fooling around there. This is his invitational, benefits his foundation, and his playing partners were Rory, who loves orbiting the sun that is Tiger Woods, and JT, as he calls him, not Justin Timberlake, though that would have been fun, uh, Justin Thomas. And actually, get this, he was hitting the ball off the tee over 320. Multiple drives went over 320. He even had a few drives go more than 330. And he was out driving Rory and Justin. So as he makes his return, seems like he's in a good spot. A lot of joy on his face. Fans obviously really excited uh, about seeing him out there and seeing him walk around. Um, And he is, at this point anyway, despite the ankle that he still has to deal with every time he golfs, he appears to be in a good groove. Now, it's just one round. 
but it is great to see him back in a PGA Tour event for the first time in seven months. I was able to simulate nerves at home because I've come off layoffs before and I was able to simulate that stuff, but there's nothing like come game time. Uh, just the feeling of the butterflies and trying to calm all that stuff down, the adrenaline, the ball goes further. Even though it's cold out here, it was going even further than I than we expected. Um, I had to dial all that back in. Joey hadn't seen me hit a golf ball in a while, and so obviously he's, his feels are, we're, we're trying to get, you know, the, the feels for out there and then the shots and the distances. Um, and we adapted very quickly. He actually mentioned adrenaline in his post-match press conference because of how the adrenaline was pumping. He was even getting more distance off the tee and said he had to figure out which clubs to use. Now, not when you're driving, obviously, but when you're not using your driver off the tee, uh, he had to adjust the club choice and he mentions his caddy there as well, based on that adrenaline and the extra yardage that he ex- that he was experiencing from the adrenaline. <laughs> he said, even though it's cold out here, the ball was going further than we expected. I had to dial all that back in. Uh, just trying to keep that adrenaline and those nerves and the butterflies, as he put it, in check. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, he got better as the round went on, which is good because there was some talk that the back nine, which is more difficult to walk and also would be coming when he's tired and when his ankle is tired. Uh, and and then you kind of saw it at the turn. He had bogeys on hole number 10 and hole number 12, but then rallied and steadied, went three straight pars and three straight birdies to finish up. And actually, on the 18th hole, it was an easy birdie. It was just six, seven feet, maybe. So, yeah, you can tell that he's thrilled to be out there. We're not talking about the pressure of a major. But I can imagine that with Tiger, anytime he can play around that's competitive, that puts him in the mix, and he can do it without experiencing a ton of pain or a noticeable limp or having to withdraw because he can't physically get through it. All of those represent minor victories. And together, that means he's having a grand old time out there. It was a great round. It happened to flow of us uh, needling each other, encouraging each other, and telling stories because I, I haven't been out here. So I had missed uh, some of the things that have transpired on tour, which is kind of fun. You know, something else that he said that I thought was really intriguing, and I don't really want to think too much into it because, well, just because, uh, he says my ankle is a lot smaller than it's been. And he was talking about how the shape of his ankle, as well as his shoe size and how his socks fit, all of that is changing because of the surgeries. And he has to keep in mind how much he's on his feet, how much golf he plays, how much how much he's able to work out otherwise. Sometimes the muscles need a rest. Sometimes his leg and his ankle need a rest. But how do you stay ready? How do you stay in rhythm if you don't put in the practice time? If you know Tiger's history, you know that he was notorious for the time that he put in on the range, certainly the time he put in on his short game, but also how he worked out. 
Remember he once tore his ACL running before a U.S. Open and then ended up playing the entire major on a torn ACL? I think that was in 2008, the last major he won before the Masters a couple of years ago. So he used to be notorious with the weightlifting. He was all about the muscles and being fit. And, and he changed the level of fitness in golf. He set a tone that really required the rest of golf, if you wanted to be serious, you had to be as fit. If you wanted to drive the ball off the tee like he did, you had to be as fit. And remember, there was a a phenomenon going on in golf for a while called tiger-proofing courses. They were lengthening courses and lengthening holes because Tiger was able to drive the green and they needed it to be more competitive. So it used to be called tiger proofing. Well, if you're another golfer and you're not driving it as far as he is, well, then you're at a disadvantage. And he changed the fitness in golf. Now I get it. There are a lot of older golfers, golfers that at the time were in their forties and, and were kind of late stages of their PGA careers. So they weren't, going to change how they play the game of golf. But the influx of young golfers, the golfers even now that we see who grew up wanting to be Tiger Woods, many of them are extremely fit. Not all of them, but many of them have made fitness a huge part of their preparation and their training. Rory McIlroy was there on the course with Tiger and JT, as we heard. And they, again, will tee off early on Friday. So only a 14-hour turnaround. There's a lot of people who are looking at that and and wondering how that might affect Tiger. Wondering if not having the opportunity to rest as much. Now, you hope he was able to get to bed right away after a good meal and really get off that foot, that ankle, uh, for quite a while to kind of give it a break. But it is a very quick turnaround. And so there are people who are going to be watching every step that he takes, every breath you take, every step you make. Okay, so you've got his playing partners who are kind of going back and forth with him. Justin Thomas is a stroke better than Tiger. So Tiger's sitting at minus two. Justin's at minus three. Rory is at minus four. The leaders are at minus seven. Now, there's a lot of guys who are in that early or that those uh, low rounds, a lot of guys who are just right there in a big old mix. It's not an extremely difficult course. And so the best of the best are going to carve it up. And that's what they're doing. So when you think about Tiger being five strokes back, it's not just that. He's tied for 27. So there are dozens and dozens of golfers that are between him and the leaderboard. One of those being Rory. I'm not sure if you all have seen the promos for the new Netflix series. You probably will see it if you watch any of the coverage of the Genesis Invitational because they're promoting it really hard. It's called Full Swing, and it's a golf documentary. And there's a clip that's going around of Rory in his relationship with Tiger Woods and how Tiger's very supportive. And honestly, this reminds me of how Kobe Bryant was late in his career too. Uh, This is a kinder, gentler Tiger who wants to be a mentor, who wants to coach and be benevolent and helpful to some of the younger guys who have come up behind him. He's always the first. (laughs) Always. Tiger. Like Like he'll text you like before the last puck drops. 
always a first. He's unreal. Got a busy day on my phone tomorrow. Get back from all them. <laughs> Pretty sweet though. <laughs> oh dear, that sounds very sappy. <laughs> it's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. So we're glad to have you. I can see a lot of you are already weighing in on Twitter, A Law Radio, or on our Facebook page. Producer Jay is busy retweeting uh, and liking. So that's good. Uh, love this idea, this concept. We do it every single year. Move aside, football, at least for now. And, and actually, free agency doesn't start for a couple more weeks, though Derek Carr is already free uh, to negotiate with teams because of the way his contract was structured when he got released by the Raiders. Uh, we know the coaching carousel for head coaches is done, but not for coordinators. There's still job openings out there. Uh, so there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of talk. The combine begins at the end of February. So that's a big convention. It's like the next big convention, right? They have a convention every month in football. Um, but it's a, certainly a showcase to help spring forward into draft season. So there's plenty of football. If you're jonesing for football, don't worry. There's plenty that's on the horizon and that we'll be talking about. However... The next big thing in terms of sporting event, maybe it is the draft for you, but there's a lot between now and then. Baseball opening day, the Daytona 500, the Masters, and and really the, the PGA Tour shifting to the East Coast and some of the warmer climbs in the Southeast. Uh, whether you're really into March Madness and college basketball or it's the All-Star game for the NBA and then boom, right into the final quarter of the season with the playoffs, the Stanley Cup postseason too. Uh, a lot of you are into the USFL and are really excited about that. So love to hear from you. And Mike, I see we'll take your call here, 855-212-4227. Uh, coming up as well, the Philadelphia Eagles have their last couple exit interviews. That includes Howie Roseman talking about Jalen Hurts and his contract extension and Nick Sirianni as well uh, because Nick – Losing both of his coordinators to head coaching gigs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. NFL is such a copycat league. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Bunker. 
for what could be and should be the winning three points. The ball is spotted, the kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Chiefs lead 38 to 35 with eight seconds remaining. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That effectively ended the Super Bowl and the 2022 NFL season. Mitch Holtis. Oh, no, that's Merrill Reese. Wait a minute. What was that? That was the field goal, right? Okay. But we're getting the Eagles version because that is very exciting. So the Merrill Reese version. Sorry, as I said that, I was like, that's not Mitch Holtis. Uh, But I know I know that field goal. I know that field goal. Uh, So it effectively ended the 2022 season. Chiefs are champions, and I'm sure they're still cleaning up in downtown Kansas City. Uh, Let's hope that Patrick Mahomes has sobered up by now. Uh, I know on the Kelsey Brothers podcast, (laughs) it was recorded on Tuesday. This is actually pre-parade. Travis said he was still bleeping hammered. So, yeah, lots of cleaning up and sobering (laughs) up. And, and uh, just getting just getting post-football and breathing. And it's not just the players, right? It's the industry. It's fans, too. And I know there's a letdown. There are some withdrawals, to be sure. But sports never stop. What is your next big thing? Lots of you weighing in already on Twitter, After Hours CBS. on face, uh, That's Twitter. And then on Facebook, same thing, named after the show. And we'll get to some of your reaction coming up. Uh, No poll this year. We generally do a poll, but instead we're just keeping it as a wide open question. Uh, So I say go and paint your blank canvas. Whatever it is that you want to, whatever it is that you want to fill your spring with, the possibilities are endless when it comes to sports. 855-212-4227. Mike is in Baltimore. Mike, what do you think? Hello, Amy. Hello. Gosh, it's been an adventure. Uh, I've been trying to get through to you since Tuesday. I, I wanted to wish you a happy uh, uh, belated Valentine's Day. Oh, that's kind and of you. Thank you. Also, you're my birthday twin. Oh, that's or right. Almost April 7th as opposed to April 8th. Yes. But uh, my next big thing is basically the spring training with the Oreos and, um, and, and the March Madness. And... Uh, that's basically what I'm looking forward to. But I have one burning question. I know this is not the ask Amy section, but last week I'm thinking I heard something, or maybe I was just delirious because this time of night I, I'd be falling off. But did I hear you say that you were uh, waiting to listen to Let's Go by Gloria? What was it, Glorilla? What? <laughs> Did you say did you say last week that you were you were waiting to um listen to the song Let's Go or was I just some imagining well, that? Well, I I would say probably because I don't know exactly what you're talking about. I would say that if I was referring to Let's Go that it was the podcast that Tom Brady does with Jim okay. with Jim Gray. Good. Yeah, so I, that's I would say at least in my my current memory bank that's the only reference okay. to Let's Go that I could think of. All right, because this time of night, you know, I'm nodding or whatever. But I thought I heard you say something about you wanted to listen to the song "Let's Go" because it's it's a nice little song with a with a hook to it. Let's oh. go! But if if, if, if if you Google it, you'll see. I was like, Amy, listen to "Let's Go." But yeah, uh, but I'm glad finally I got. 
got in touch with you and um said, uh you're my almost birthday twin. Almost birthday sister twin. from another mother and uh glad to hear you. Glad N- to hear you. Nice to hear you too, Mike. Well thank you for listening right. even in your delirium. That's fine. We'll okay, keep you company. You. <laughs> Have a great weekend. <laughs> Since I don't know what song he's referring to, I'm going to assume that I was talking about the Let's Go podcast since I have been talking a ton about podcasting these days. Oh, my gosh. Between the Tom Brady podcast as he starts to exercise his broadcasting muscles. I mean, if he needs some tips, some pointers, I'm here and available to help. Uh, Also, as far as I know, I don't know everything. You definitely do not know everything. Uh, But you know a lot of things about football, which will help. Uh, Then the Pat McAfee show with Aaron Rodgers, the hour-long appearance that he does. I felt like I needed to listen to all of it to really get the lay of the land with A-Ron. And I believe he is either in his darkness or is headed to his darkness soon because he told us it was end of the week. So, yay. I mean, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Don't make it up, okay? Okay, I'll, I'll try not to. And then the two hours I spent listening to the Kelsey Brothers, which actually did me really well, gave us some great broadcasting material. And I'm not sure if you know this, but the exchange between he and Jake, well, between Jason and Travis, um, but the exchange between the two of them where they're talking about Jason seeing mom for the first time on the field, mom, Donna, they called her a superstar for uh, how she handled last week and how she crushed it. That was the word that Travis said. Uh, I wonder if mom's going to make an appearance on SNL when Travis hosts coming up. I think it's in April or something. Um, He's going to be one of the guest hosts, but the, the clip with the two of them being completely reduced to tears that has gone viral. I, mean, I heard it on Fox News yesterday. <laughs> so it's gone viral. Uh, they, they, those two and the way that they just were overwhelmed talking about mom, talking about dad, talking about their family being in the spotlight. Uh, you'll hear it. You'll see it. Yeah, the, the Kelseys have gone viral. The moment I saw mom is when I got really emotional because, man... It was so awesome. It was... All right now. Yeah. It was awesome for... You know, she was on top of the world for for a week. She was the heavyweight champ, man. She was on top of it, and she shined the whole time, man. That was that was the coolest part. Mom, you absolutely killed it. Dad, you've been killing it. Yep. It was just so cool, man, to see uh, you know her get to celebrate in that with us. Yeah. I'm with you, brother. It was an awesome moment. <sighs> just so happy for her and so happy that um, you know she got her moment. Dad got his. So, yeah, I was the only <laughs> – ironically, you know, you, you lose the Super Bowl. And you're you're crying after the game, and they're not tears of sadness. You know, they're tears of joy. Listen to the two of them; they're big lumps. I love it. 
Now, they're gigantic football players. They're larger than life. Travis Kelsey runs around quoting world, world, or WWE wrestlers, worldwide wrestlers. What is it? What? Worldwide wrestling something. What's the E stand for? World Wrestling Entertainment, I think. Oh, okay. He runs around quoting these big dudes who wrestle for fun. And he's just a jabroni. I mean, have the time. That's what he acts like. And he loves that word. Uh, he calls his mom a heavyweight champ. I mean, the two of them, they're just, they're so much fun most of the time. They're bros most of the time. But when it comes to mom, just a big puddle. And I absolutely love that. And so all that to say, my time this week listening to podcast after podcast after podcast and two hours with the Kelsey brothers was time well spent. I don't feel like it was time wasted. Uh, I got a lot of biking done while I was listening to the Kelsey brothers. Um, I do feel like my entire week disappeared in football podcasts, but whatever. Uh, and so, so I just love that. And I love the fact that they're – their podcast has become one of the top in the world, actually. It's top five uh, with Apple and Spotify, and that's all podcasts, not just sports podcasts. And I hope that their podcast continues to be what it is now, which is authentic and fun and goofy and just the two of them. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll hear a little bit more because we are going to do A, QB News, and B, uh, we're also going to hear from the Eagles, their exit interviews, uh, because we had already heard from players, but we had not heard from the coach and the general manager, and now they've got some challenges in front of them even coming off their NFC championship. So what did I say? As much as we're looking ahead to the next big thing, football never really goes away. <laughs> uh, so we've got, let's see, Producer Jay, I I never want to catch him off guard again ever because the last time I did, it went horribly wrong. <laughs> not great. No, right. Well, Jay, uh, Jay is... He's a producer. He's got a lot happening back there. And so I caught him off guard the other morning, and he actually gave me a He was kind of annoyed at me because I, he said, no. like, oh, you were too. You said, I've kind of been busy back here. That's what you said. You said it on the air. Go back and listen to the podcast. So Marco's in here. Marco, so you were already gone. Someone else had come in. To, someone else comes in to do the the update in our final hour. And we're getting toward the top of the hour, and I was asking Jay, Jay, do you remember what the category was? It was it was to finish the sentence. Find someone who loves you as much as what? And here I'm thinking, well, you know, Jay and I talked about the topic before the show, and we've had a few hours, and so I thought, wouldn't it be nice to include the producer and allow him to share his thoughts? And he didn't really have an answer available, and then... I said, well, you've had a few hours. What have you come up with? Because he always has a list, right? And his response was, I've been kind of busy back here. All right. It was not like that. Oh, it so was. (laughs) It so was, Producer Jay. Just admit it. You were not happy with me, and you thought I put you on the spot. So no more putting Jay on the spot ever again, like ever. Uh, So, Marco, why don't we give Jay some time to think about it? I would say I have to separate you two, but there's glass. So There is. In fact, it's a good thing for him because sometimes I want to throw this Sharpie at his head. Oh, you have. And so, well, I have, but it always runs into the glass. That's true. I've seen it. Yeah. So, I mean, it takes quite a boomerang bounce, too, off the glass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And then I get mad because my Sharpie's on the floor. That's Mm -hmm. really my own fault. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, right. He's protected. He's totally fine. (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh-huh. You're going to be lucky it's not a knife. 
So anyway, see what I mean? Jay's still mad that I called him out and he wasn't ready. So why don't we give Jay a minute or whatever, and you can tell me as a sports fan, uh, mm-hmm. what's your next big thing? What are you most excited about as a as a fan? Ooh, um, yeah, because this is kind of like a little bit of a, a lull period. I would probably say that it would be the actual start of the baseball season. Spring training is nice and all. That's great. It's fun. It's the talk. Hey, look, it's kind of, yeah, when they actually start opening mm-hmm. day. Get, get me to opening day because the spring training stuff, it's great. I love that everyone's in the best shape of their lives. <laughs> um, you know, Not Jacob deGrom. Can, can we just get me to opening day? Get me an opening day. All right. That, that's where I want to March get March 30th. How do you like the idea of 30 on the 30th? 30 teams on the 30th. I didn't think of it, but sure. Yeah, I can go with that. Whatever gets this is how to, my brain works. Whatever gets to throwing the first pitch and we can actually have baseball nightly, I will be happy again. Mm. So last year it happened that we were in the lockout, and then all of a sudden the lockout was done because they decided that's it. They can't miss opening day. Fans were starting to turn on them. Remember, it was a week late. <laughs> starting. Yeah, it was. A, well, uh, let's be fair. Fans returned in droves. Like, they're really, it's almost as though the lockout is a distant memory and people don't even remember yeah. what happened. Um, and so they pushed back spring training, or they, I'm sorry, they pushed back the start of the season. And wouldn't you know, I already had the day off for some some such nonsense. So I missed opening day last year. I wasn't even here. So they better not move it because I'm actually going to be working on March 30th. So let's see if they screw with me this year. Uh, But yeah, you're right. Spring training gets to be long and it's against my religion to give spring training scores because it's dumb. They're exhibition games. It's kind of like preseason football. Yeah, no. Uh, You're actually better better off with preseason football than spring training games. Who played? I don't know. A bunch of guys. They split the squad. They split the squad. Exactly. That's not about it. It's just a question of who's actually, you know, ready and who's going to be ready on opening day who's already pulled an oblique and you know a calf and a hamstring you know we find out about all that stuff march 30th is a thursday in case you're wondering March okay. 30th i yeah. didn't realize that i so didn't know that'll when be the first weekend going into the first weekend of april that's again that's you know we talk about spring and mm-hmm. eternal get me to opening day and okay. then that kind of bleeds into everything else and then you're talking about NBA playoffs and everything. I realize I skipped over March Madness. I get it. But that I, I didn't mean that on nope. purpose, but it's just you're the idea. A fan. That's, what are you let's go into and and head towards the playoffs as well. All right. So that's his next big thing. I'm a little bit nervous about asking producer Jay, but he might uh give me the what what's the that oh, what's the name of that movie with Glenn Close where she's like ee, ee. That's not What's good. the name of the movie? Yes, it is. Psycho? Oh, Psycho. But That's what's the name Glenn of the Close. movie where she's like, Glenn Close is going at, um, she goes completely nuts? Yeah, Michael Douglas. Yes. Uh, I oh, can't my think gosh. Of the what is the name of that movie? That's driving me crazy. I feel like she came after him with some with a knife too. Uh, but 80s, you're right. That's, 80s movies. Yeah, that's Psycho. That's Psycho. Psycho is the, yeah. the, the... With Kathy Bates? No. No? Not that Psycho? No. Okay. You think of Misery? Oh, <laughs> Maybe. Kathy Bates was in Misery. I've never seen Misery either. I guess I just Really? I know. My mom wouldn't let me watch those movies when I was a kid. Time has passed. That's true. But don't you feel like it's super old now? Oh. Of course, I still watch Star Wars. Don't do that. Come on. Just because a movie's old doesn't mean it can't be watched. Something attraction. Fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. Very good. It could be trivia night. That's the Glenn Close one. Yes. Yes. Okay. So just, I mixed it up. You're looking for Janet Lee, by the way, in Psycho. It's all crazy women. I didn't think of Which it that is way. what Jay is trying well, to tell me. Psycho's not a crazy woman. That's not a crazy woman. Not unless you want to think of, you know, uh, 
him as being his mother, as being well, see, not a woman. I didn't see that movie either. Is he psycho? No, I told you my mom would not let me watch those movies when I was a kid. Okay, thank okay. you. You're a grown up now. I know, but I feel like there's other movies to watch. Do you go back and watch 80s movies, 70s and 80s movies now? Yeah. Do you? That ones that I haven't seen, of course. Some okay. of them that I've already seen, but see, I'm kind of a movie Psycho? guy, though. I love... Psycho's, Psycho's 1960. 1960, for God's sakes. I'm not Alfred going back Hitchcock. to watch them. <laughs> That's what makes it even more incredible. 1960? That's, it's a classic, okay, yes. fine. Is so that you've my never assignment? Seen, I've never so seen you've never Psycho. seen any Alfred Hitchcock movies then? Because this last one, I think, was 1980 or 81. Isn't The Birds Alfred Hitchcock? Yes, it is. I feel 1963. like I've seen The Birds. Okay. But also freaking, it was freaky scary. It was just, ugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. So I've never seen Psycho. Let's see, have I seen? Uh, Not all this stuff is scary. What uh, did you say? Kathy Bates was in Misery. Misery, Misery is nineteen ninety. Yes, with James Caan. Maybe it's off a Stephen King novel. Oh, yes. Oh yes, I actually I've seen a lot more with James Caan's son now than I have with him. But uh, I don't know. I'm just telling you. When I was a kid, I would be a kid then. My mom didn't really let me watch. Again. You're an adult now. <laughs> You're allowed to do yes, what you Yes, I can. am. You can stay up late and eat candy, too, if you'd like. And you can stay no, right by the TV. That's what Jay does. <laughs> and you can watch TV three feet away from the screen if you want. You're an adult now. You can do what you want. That's You're allowed. True. That's true. I do most of the time. Um, just, I don't know. These movies give me nightmares sometimes. So. Uh, Plus, again, when look. I... Okay. You say scary movies. I mean, yeah. again, we're talking about Nightmare on I Elm just Street. saw Jaws for the first time this year, okay? Or last year. Great movie, oh, 1975. It was, it was amazing. I can't wait to go back and watch it again. Tremendous. Mm -hmm. Now, again, that's a classic. We're talking yes. about classic movies. Okay. Psycho fine. is definitely got a scary element, but I wouldn't. Right. It's not like it's. I saw Poltergeist when I was a kid. That's why I could never watch anything like that that's again. That's what I mean. That's horror. <laughs> Psycho's <laughs> not in, a, in the horror category. It's more of. <laughs> Thriller. Thriller, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like thrillers. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't tell you what to do, but to <laughs> me, it's silly. Silly. To disregard something because it's older. Well, I'm That's older. silly. And no one disregards, well, people do disregard me, but uh, at your own peril. I get disregarded not because of my age. It's just, it's the idea that it, it's 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 still, class. it's good. Okay. Good is good. Which, what, whatever one, which one, though, Misery or Psycho? I don't know what you prefer. I don't know what kind of... Which one is your... Of the two? Out of those two, yeah. Psycho. It's not Psycho. even close. Okay. But Misery is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I'll figure it out. I can do this. I have a long weekend. If you're worried about <laughs> contemporary, yes. Misery is a lot more contemporary than Psycho. I mean, you'll no. see a lot of the differences of 1960s, you know... I still have never watched The Godfather, for heaven's sake, so... I, I, yeah, I know Jay's gonna get mad at us because we're running. So you late. didn't see Citizen Kane then either. I I'm assuming you haven't seen The Godfather. Probably. I've seen Citizen Kane. Yes, that was a school assignment at some point. Yeah, see again, that's nice and all, but this is not about homework. <laughs> this is about enjoying things. Okay. You don't have to like Citizen Kane, but you know, I just want you to know, you watch I, it for the right reasons, not I because you got to write a book. Jaws. Pull, pull. It was a classic. Jaws I went was awesome. back and watched it. Uh, I also went back and watched the original Space Jam a few years ago. I'd never seen that. It was also great. Now one of my favorite movie soundtracks. I'm getting there. At least I've seen The Sound of Music. We, That's we, a classic. We Wizard went, of Oz. We went from Psycho well, I'm just saying, to The Godfather. I'm just trying to get credit for seeing older Jam. movies. All right. You've done your job you here, lost Marco. Me. Yes. 
It's, a- it's after hours with Amy Lawrence and a very condescending Marco Belletti. Uh, and Jay never did get to tell us his next big thing. Space we we, sp- <laughs> we spared I him. You are listening to... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The After Hours Podcast. One problem is Rivera throws inside the left-handers, and left-handers get a lot of broken bat hits in the shallow outfield, the shallow part of the outfield. That's the danger in bringing the infield in with a guy like Rivera on the mound. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You may remember where you were. That was more than 20 years ago. But Luis Gonzalez for the Arizona Diamondbacks with the walk-off hit. It was a screamer over the uh, second base. A shortstop. Over, yeah, over shortstop. And so it went out into shallow left field, and the Diamondbacks were able to walk off. It was one of the classic moments. You see the highlights every year in October as the Diamondbacks stunned the Yankees and Mariana Rivera. And Tim McCarver was on the call of that World Series for Fox. More than 20 World Series to his credit. A two-time World Series champion, part of the Cardinals Hall of Fame, and that was where he most recently was calling games. Uh, so stepped away before the pandemic and then didn't ever come back to a full-time schedule. But Tim McCarver passing away uh, on Thursday to a mountain of tributes from the baseball world and from the broadcasting world, passing away at 81. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Gary Cohen worked with Tim McCarver for years, and Cohen, as the TV voice of the Mets, paid tribute to his partner. Tim McCarver very simply revolutionized what it meant to be a color analyst 
on a major league sports broadcast, really in baseball or any other sport. Um, some people had laid the groundwork earlier, guys like Tony Kubek, but nobody brought the insight and honesty and the granular nature of the game. And nobody did it with more enthusiasm than Timmy did. He was a great player in his own right, having played in four decades, but he, he was able to see things. He was a great observer and he was able to relate those things to non-baseball people in a way that allowed us to better enjoy the games that we already loved. Not to mention he had a great sense of humor, a great playfulness, and um, he just, he enjoyed life. He was a great fan of the musical theater. He thought Mandy Patinkin was the greatest performer of all time. <laughs> Timmy was one of a kind and he will be greatly missed. He definitely is well known to the current generation as a broadcaster, but he was an all-star catcher and a Hall of Famer uh, and a, a man who spanned multiple eras. Not sure if you know this, but along uh, with all of his accolades on the field, he was among the very few players to ever appear in games in four different decades. You want to talk about longevity, especially at the catcher position with how much wear and tear there is for guys who are consistently behind the plate. And so, yeah, he goes back to working with Bob Gibson and won a pair of World Series with the Cardinals and then switched to television after he retired and was part of 24 World Series most notably on Fox alongside Joe Buck. So plenty of tributes for Tim McCarver, who passed away on Thursday at the age of 81 with his family around him. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.